Welcome to Learn Something New Every Day on Community Roundup. I am Joan Boyko, Coordinator of Communications and Community Outreach for the Palm Springs Unified School District. We are here with you the second Sunday of each month to share something new and exciting about the district. Thank you to Alpha Media for allowing us the opportunity to be a part of the show. Our show, of course, is produced by my dynamic duo of student interns here in the Digital Arts Technology Academy, also known as DATA, at Cathedral City High School under the direction of Mr. Bryce Johnson. Our interns are Brianna Meza and Emily Martin. And if you like what you hear today, I will share some information at the end of the show on how to subscribe to our podcast. Today, I am very pleased to welcome Anna Matthews. She's a family engagement teacher on special assignment. Welcome, Anna. Hi, Joan. Thank you for having me today. Absolutely. And with her is Julie Johnson. She is a reading intervention specialist at Bella Vista Elementary School. Welcome, Julie. Oh, you're muted, Julie. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. And they are here to talk about something really exciting. It's coming up this week and it's Palm Springs Unified's Literacy Conference. Welcome to both of you. Anna, how long have you been with the district and in what capacities? Hi, Joan. Thank you. Um, I have been a part of Palm Springs Unified School District since middle school. Um, I went to James Workman Middle School. I graduated from Cathedral City High School in 2009. I went off to college and it was, I knew it was like in the works. There, were, there was talk that they were going to be building a new high school. Um, so part of my goal was to teach at that new high school because I always knew I wanted to be a teacher. So I went to UCR, I graduated in three years. I got my credential in one. And I came down for the summer and I started teaching at Rancho Mirage High School when it opened up in 2013. And I owe my life to Rancho Mirage High School because I met my husband there. Um, so really, you know, Palm Springs Unified School District is, is family. Um, it means a lot to, to me and my husband. Um, especially Rancho Mirage High School, but no bias with all the other high schools and all the other schools. So um, I was teaching at Rancho Mirage High School since 2013. I taught Spanish uh, grades nine through 12. Um, I taught Spanish one, two, three, and AP. Um, I was their department chair. And three years ago, I was hired here at the Family Center. And I've been here for, this is my third year now, and I can't believe it. Every time I say it, time flies when you're busy and when you're having fun. Wow. And, you know, we'll talk later about what you do as a family engagement. It's TOSA for everybody who follows all the crazy acronyms within education, because that's one of them. Um, but Anna, you look way too young to have all this under your belt already, but oh. people can't see you. So, um, and Julie, how Thank about you. you? How long have you been with us and in what capacity? Well, for me, I'm, <laughs> I started here in 1988. I was actually hired by James Workman from um, when I, where I went to college at Humboldt State. So I drove down here and got a job and I've been here ever since. So talk about feeling like you grew up here. So I worked uh, mostly in K-1 uh, all the way until 2014. Took a couple years off with my two baby boys, which Anna's on that track now. And um, in 2014, I became a, a district TOSA like Anna is but for early literacy. 
So I did that for four years and then I went back to the classroom for a year because you know, I think it's really important to know and remember what it's like to be a teacher if you're going to be helping teachers. So, and then I was out of the classroom again after that, doing this job, um, a reading intervention teacher. So the site for the site, and now I'm working for the district for a special program they're piloting, which is called Fontas and Pinnell. So, okay. Yeah. So, so if I'm adding correctly, that's 34 years. It is. So I, people can't see you either, but <laughs> you do not look old enough to have that many years under your belt. So yes, this my, is a, a <laughs> my very, children are, are both teachers. One works here in the district and one in LA and they're, they grew up in this school district too. That's so awesome. I love to hear stories like that. And we could yeah. talk about that for the whole show, but of course, there we <laughs> not be on track to discuss what we're here to discuss. And that is our second annual Family Literacy Conference. And that will be held on Friday, March 18th, which is coming up here. Here we are Sunday, the 13th. So this coming Friday from 5 to 6.30 p.m. And we hope to have it in person, but we, um, we have had to postpone that. And Actually, this time it's not because of COVID, but um, we were going to have it at the pavilion. It's under construction, so that's okay because we, we're still trying to keep things outdoors. So we're going to go ahead and do our second one on Zoom, and it was great last year, so I'm sure it'll be great. Anna, can you give us a little overview? Yeah, absolutely. So the first year we did it, we did it at the district office. Um, and we have a couple of rooms. Uh, Ms. Johnson was a part of that. And we came up with this idea. We had, we have STEMCon, you know, we have so many things, geeky game nights, but we were lacking the literacy part and especially educating our families about the ELA standards and what they, sh they could do at home to help their kids. So we came up with the family literacy conference. And so the first year was in person, uh, the second year was, virtual and now we're going to do it virtual again unfortunately um oh, so this is actually the third. third annual oh the third <laughs> i was wrong okay it's the third annual um and unfortunately because you could do so much and it's literacy is fun and we want to make sure the kids learn that and the parents know that you know like my kids know that but because i'm there with them and i'm reading out loud and we're doing drama and we're singing and it's poetry it, it's it's a lot uh, literacy encompasses a lot. Um, so in person, it's easier to transmit that because you can feel the energy and through Zoom, you could do it, but you have to really maximize. I mean, the facilitators are phenomenal and Ms. Johnson has been a facilitator for three years, but, and she's amazing in person and she's phenomenal in through Zoom. Um, so, you know, she really, you really need to step it up. So um, when it's, virtual like we're going to do this year we are going to have different sessions so we're going to have one for ECE kinder and, and TK then one session for first and second grade another one for third and fifth grade sixth through eighth ninth through twelfth and then eleven through twelve uh, nine through tenth I'm sorry and eleven through twelve um, so we have teachers from all over the district. There's a presenter application that went out and they get to uh, apply this year. And then our team here at the Family Center chooses um, the presenter. So we have amazing teachers in our district and 
you know, we, our, our families get to see six of them in action at the Family Literacy Conference. And for um, one hour, they get to do a session with the facilitator and we have topics. I mean, we've had art, we've had, um, we've had no um, graphic novels, we've had um, movie talks, and I know there's, there's Miss um, Johnson can tell you a little bit more about her sessions, but music, drawing. Um, it's just, it's, it's a lot. Poetry, it's so much fun. And I wish, I wish every family could join us um, if they have the time um, available. So, so during the session, is, the, is the, the piece of literature is read and then discussed? Or what, what actually happens? Well, it could, it could be different from session to session. So I'll give you an example. Last year when it was virtual, the ECE TK and Kinder uh, facilitator had a packet. So we distribute the materials for, for parents to take home. So anything that they, that they need to be a part of that, that session that they have registered for, um, they'll have. So she put together um, games that the parents could do with their you know, you think about a four-year-old, a three-year-old, um, you know, these, they're doing stuff with letters. So everything at their age for their age group. Um, so she, she had, she had them do a schedule of their routine, you know, and that's literacy. It's, it's putting, it's sequencing events, you know, it's, right. it's, putting things into paper and illustrating them to see if they're understanding it. So she taught them ways. Okay, how can you work with your three-year-old, your four-year-old to come up with your daily routine? And, and, you know, that's what they did. And they have a kit they have. And she went over a, a lot, a lot of different, different things. Um, we had our teacher, Miss Monson for high school, do a blackout poetry. So she was reading the poems it was amazing to watch. Um, it, I'm going to cut you off a little bit, Anna, because yeah. I want to give Julie a chance before yeah. we run out of time here. To Julie, tell us about your role at the conference and what will your session be? What will your session be like? Um, well, I have been a facilitator. The first year we did Dr. Seuss, um, and it was in person before COVID. It was awesome. And then the last year, we everybody was on Zoom. And it was also wonderful. It was just a different venue. Kids loved it just as much, um, really. And their parents were right there by their sides helping them. It was really cute. Um, so mine was, I, I've created these things called read and draws. So what I do is, depending on the grade level, because I work with a lot of different levels, um, I find a story that's appropriate. For example, last year we did Pete the Cat and the Family Center's been amazing they sent home the correct crayons the materials they needed the little stickers of pete the cat shoes everything i needed they found for me put it together and delivered it to the parents or had the parents pick it up um and then the kids just joined me on the zoom link and i recorded it in spanish i can speak spanish well but i can't actually understand everything like it if I'm reading it, I don't really know exactly, but I sound like I know. So, <laughs> so it was kind of fun. And, and Anna helped check on, on that with me. And then, so that was fun. And we did Spanish and English, and they always have a second language facilitator to support all of our second language families. And it was just a beautiful, fun experience in her, um, 
her presenter, co-presenter that worked with me, who is bilingual, you know, she just had the best time with us and all the parents and the children were singing and laughing with our Pete the Cat. So it was great. Very, very cool. Well, I know everybody wants to be a part of this event. So it's really easy to register. You just go to bit.ly, so that's bit.ly backslash family literacy conference. And that's where you'll register. And the good thing about registering in advance is that if there are materials, which it sounds like a lot of the uh, sessions do have materials that would be very handy to have at home so that you can really participate, you will get the materials in advance. So please do register. And um, you, know, you only have a couple of days and I, I'm sure you can come anyway, but you wanna register in advance. So please do that. And um, Anna, in our last couple minutes here, who should attend and why? Everybody, everybody should attend because you will get to watch other teachers teach you. And you might, for example, you might not go to Bella Vista, so you might not get to uh, have the privilege to have Ms. Johnson as your teacher, but if you attend the Family Literacy Conference, you will. Um, and it's not, you know, it's not just Ms. Johnson. There's, there's other great teachers in our district that you will be able to learn from that's, if you attend. And that's reason enough. I mean, like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Please do come. Everybody in the family is invited. It's not just for students and parents, siblings, aunts and uncles, everybody's invited. It will be really great. It's this coming Friday, March 18th from 5 to 6.30 p.m. Register at bit.ly backslash Family Literacy Conference. All right, Anna, when you aren't promoting the Literacy Conference, and that's only one event, and I've never, I, I, I've told Ruby Rivera, who's our Family Engagement Coordinator, that I don't really know when she sleeps because, <laughs> I mean, that woman's always doing something. But uh, you're right behind her because <laughs> I know that you're involved in so many different activities over at the center. But what is a family engagement teacher on special assignment or TOSA? Um, what, what is your role at, at the center? Like, what's the difference between what you do and a face who that acronym is Family and Community Engagement Special. That's right. Well, um, I think the main difference is that most or all our face specialists have a home, <laughs> one main home, and that is the school site they're assigned to. Um, that is one of the main differences. Um, but we do a lot of the same things um, but I think I wear a lot of hats here at the Family Center um, because I am a support to the family and community or our face specialists. Um, so I'm, I'm their support person along with our coordinator, Ruby Rivera. And I also work with our teachers like Ms. Johnson. She is a part of FETAC. Um, and so I'm- What does FETAC stand for? Family Engagement Teacher Committee. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. That's a new one to me. Hadn't heard of VTAC. Okay. 
Very yeah. cool. So are the, are the face uh, specialists, are they certificated or are they classified? They are classified. Okay, um, so there's a difference too. That's another You're a difference. credential teacher. Are you the only TOSA? For I am the only TOSA for family engagement, yes. So there is a lot, um, like uh, this year, I am working a little bit more with curriculum as to the upcoming courses that we want our face specialists to bring into their class, into their school sites. Um, so that's a different hat. That's my teacher hat. <laughs> Excellent. And so, Julie, you are a reading intervention specialist at Bella Vista. So describe your job. What do you what do you do every day? Well, this year, my job uh, is to teach the Fontas and Pinnell program that the district purchased, which is uh, called Fontas and Pinnell LLI. And it's a, a literacy program for students who they, the goal is to fill the gaps because of COVID and being out for so long. So my job is to take small groups, um, the limit is three, and to work with them in this program, which is an amazing program. It's, um, it's research-based, it, it follows all the, all the good teaching. And so I actually work with a team. I have a team of three paraprofessionals that work with me. So we're able to serve 50, let's see, 12, 15, 12, 3, 6, 9, 12, sorry, <laughs> I have to do my math. We serve 12 kids per grade level, so K, one, two sessions of one, so that's 24, and then we meet with third grade as well, and second. So, um, yeah, so we see them, and I've trained my aides, and they're amazing, and we meet with them, and they're all leveled, and we work on filling those gaps in literacy, so it includes writing, a lot of phonics the books are leveled and build on each other so the kids really get exactly what they need and we're able to hone in and pay attention and they love it so, so has I've, this been this been going on since the beginning of the school year yes so they hired one of uh, somebody from my position at every elementary school so different there's different models at different schools my principal actually pays for the paraprofessionals that she put on my team, whereas other sites might not have chosen to fund it that way. So um, I think it's going to just come out over time, you know, through what we're doing and what we experience. So our new director of curriculum and instruction, who is Jessica Whiteman, meets with us every six weeks or so, and we share. So yeah, so the job is, it's, it's absolutely wonderful to see the kids grow and they love coming. So is it working? Yes, it is working. Thank goodness. Um, well, not everything works. So yeah, it, it definitely is going to get better and better. You know, usually by the third year of anything, you're really rocking it. And right. that's, that's from the teacher's point of view, because you have, I mean, first you have to set it up. I mean, it was a lot of setup. So, and, and then it just smooths out and you learn from trial and error. And so I think that's what we're all doing together as we bounce back from being out of the classroom for so long. Well, I know you use the word bounce back. I, <laughs> I don't know that there's any bouncing going on. So it's good to, it's good to hear you use that word because um, then that was actually one of my questions, you know, we're, we're back in school, which is totally awesome. And I know that the kids are doing so much better than they were doing a year ago when they were all in a virtual setting. 
but it takes time, right? I mean, it, more kids, I mean, some kids do better than others in quote, bouncing back mm -hmm. and others, it just takes longer and, and it's, it takes patience and it takes like special programs and people like you guys are because um, you're supporting our kids who, who need some extra assistance in bouncing back, correct? Oh yeah. Yeah, um, so, um, and you know, speaking of programs that don't necessarily work, I'm gonna tell you a quick funny story. I talked about how education's filled with acronyms. And Julie, since you've been here, I've been with the district 22 years, and you have, what do we count, 32 years? 34 years, what did we come to? It's about 32, okay. because I took a couple years off with kids. <laughs> All right, so when I got here, I had my background journalism. So I had a notepad that I was writing, carrying around with me, writing down every acronym I heard every day. And in education, we have as many as they have in the medical field. There's just so many. And if you don't have that background, you don't know what people are talking about most of the time, but I would just write them down. And at the end of the day, go look them up. So I pretended that I knew what they were saying at the moment. So I was in a principal's meeting, sitting next to Dr. Selwood, and you will remember him, right? He was our uh, assistant superintendent of human resources, and then he became the superintendent, but he was a deputy at that time. And all the principals start talking about open court and all the things that were wrong with open court. And so I'm writing all this stuff down, and then I whisper to him, when does the court meet? And he just busted out laughing. And Anna, you don't know what I'm talking about, but you'll find it funny when I tell you. Um, he just busted out laughing. I disrupted the meeting and he blurts out, Joan wants to know when the court meets and everybody busted out laughing. <laughs> well, how was I to know without having any background in education that open court was a reading curriculum that everyone hated? <laughs> Right, I'm Ju Ju Julie. Did you hate open court? I loved it. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm 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 I don't agree, but I was in the trenches teaching it. So in so, first grade, and I loved it. <laughs> so what they didn't like about it, Anna, was that it was very prescriptive. Like you know, there was not a lot of teachers didn't like that. There wasn't a lot of freedom to it. It was scripted, and it was very you know, this is how you do it kind of thing. And mm -hmm. I think actually there was some. If you were creative, there was some ways to be creative, but it was difficult for the teachers to latch onto that and find it. So that was one of the things that only lasted a couple of years and went by the wayside because there was just too much objection. And that's why I asked, when does the court meet? Anyway, I thought you would find it different. I did. And then um, a couple of years later, when I was talking to a reporter at one of the TV stations, and now I'm all tap, right? Now I think I'm an educator and I start using all the acronyms and she's doing a story about something. And I said to her, well, Ed Code says this. And she said, who's Ed Code? Oh. So, <laughs> so there she was just like me. And I just said, I am so sorry. Um, I, did, I picked up the lingo and <laughs> Why would you know what Ed Code? It's not a who, it's a what. And it stands for education code. 
California Education Code, and of course, we had a good laugh over it. <laughs> so if you feel badly that you don't understand all these acronyms, do not feel badly because we were all there at one time and you pick it up as you go along and don't get too comfortable because eventually they won't be there anymore. We'll replace them with something else, right? Anyway, um, before we run out of time, I want to remind everybody that this coming Friday, March 18th, from 5 to 6.30 p.m., we have our third annual Family Literacy Conference. It will be on Zoom, and you will want to register as soon as you can so you can get the materials that you will need to participate. So go to bit.ly backslash Family Literacy Conference, and you can register there. And if you can't find that, just go on the main page of our website, psusd.us, go to the drop down under um, family engagement and you will find a newsletter filled with everything you want to know about what's going on in the family engagement center. And speaking of which, Anna, you want to give us a, a little tidbit on like what we might have coming up like during the spring? that yeah. should be looking forward to? Absolutely. So the first um, in-person conference that we're going to have, um, I'm hopeful um, we can keep it in person, um, will be STEMCon. Um, so Such that will a be, great event. Yes. April 2nd at Raymond Cree Middle School from 9 to 1130 a.m. Um, if nothing changes, that's what we have planned. Um, of course, you know, things happen and we have to be flexible, um, but that's what we have set so far. That will be our first in-person event this year. So we're very excited for it. And we also have the Excellence Award Ceremony, which will be May 21st. Um, that is still virtual for now, um, just because we do award, you know, Teachers of the Year, um, every top 10 student at the high schools. Um, so it, it, it involves a lot of people. So we just wanna make sure that we're able to invite everybody that's supposed to be there. So for now it's virtual, you know, that can change in the future, but um, it will remain virtual for now. And we still have our family fun Wednesdays, every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Are those um, in person? No, those are virtual too. Um, for now, and you know, right. <laughs> I keep saying for now, but it's just, things are changing every day. Um, and so if, if we get the green light that we can do them in person, then we will. We're very excited to work with our families and our students, um, but for now they are virtual. And there's a, we could spend another, you know, full show talking about everything going on at the Family Engagement Center because there's something going on like every single day. So go um, check out the calendar. And then if you look in the calendar, there is a newsletter that gets updated all the time. You could subscribe to that so that you can keep up on all the events. I mean, there's classes, there's ESL classes, there's computer classes, there's parenting classes, and on and on and on. So, and they're all free. I think I forgot to mention that this is this is a free event. They're all free. So anyway, Anna, you're, I know you're almost as busy as Ruby. Maybe not quite, but pretty darn close. And Julie, anything else that you have going on at Bella Vista or within the um, 
reading intervention programs that you'd like to share real quick? Uh, the only thing that's new going on is that I know um, Lucy Hansen, who's in charge of the interventions, is starting the tutoring services. So I'm going to be joining in on that as well for a couple days a week with ELA, which is my passion. So that's something for parents and families to keep an eye out for. Awesome. And the um, intervention department, I don't know what they're called, something like that. They have their own website. So go on the, on PSUSD, they have their own section. You can learn all about tutoring and there's, there's a whole bunch of different options there. So ladies, thank you, thank you so much for being with us. A new podcast is uploaded each week. Please subscribe by going to iTunes. Look for you learn something new, press subscribe. Please tell all your friends to do the same. Thank you for listening. Don't forget about the Family Literacy Conference. Go to bit.ly backslash Family Literacy Conference, March 18th from 5 to 6.30 p.m. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Emily and Brianna. Thank you to my guests, and we will see you next week. Thank you.